Raider Nation, it's that time of the week again. Subscribe and tune in to get the latest news and analysis on everything silver and black. But yes, the Las Vegas Raiders have their guy, Josh McDaniels. Looking for objective opinions and interviews with A-list guests? Just pod, baby. Congrats on 100 episodes. I'm happy for you guys. Keep doing your thing, and thanks for having me, man. It was a blast. Look no further. You are listening to Just Pod, baby, a Las Vegas Raiders podcast. Brought to you by SportsNot.com. The prime thing is you have to win. You have to win. Otherwise, you can't be a success in professional football. And now your host, Evan Grote. Hello again, Raider Nation. Let's go. I am Evan Grote, and you are listening to Just Pod Baby, brought to you by SportsNot.com. And yes, you are hearing from me twice this week. I hope you're not getting tired of me. Two brand new episodes of the podcast are available for your listening pleasure, so make sure you take some time to tune in. Please also subscribe to the podcast and check me out on Twitter as well, at egrope 5 This is a bonus edition of the show this week, and the reason for the special broadcast is I had the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with a special guest, University of Memphis offensive line coach Jim Bridge, who of course coached Raiders third round draft pick Dylan Parham for the last three seasons. I hope you enjoy the discussion. I know I did, and you will learn information that you will not hear anywhere else. So without further ado, here is my interview with Coach Jim Bridge. Raider Nation, I'm excited to welcome in a very special guest to the podcast. Memphis Tigers offensive line coach Jim Bridge is joining us on a very special edition of Just Pod Baby. Coach Bridge has spent the last three years as Dylan Parham's position coach. He knows Dylan very well, and Coach was kind enough to give us a few minutes of his time. So, Coach, we thank you for that, and welcome to the show. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you tonight, and uh, uh, I'm really excited for uh, Dylan to go to such a prideful and quality organization like like the Raiders are with such passionate fans and you know and I'm really excited you know for the for the Raiders to get a young man and football player the caliber of Dylan I think it's a great fit for him passionate fan base no doubt about it now coach before we get into the specifics on Dylan Parham I'm interested to hear a little bit about yourself actually you've been involved as a football coach since 1992 if I'm correct and you've made stops along the way at Ohio State, Eastern Michigan, Boston College, NC State, Purdue, Duke, and now you're uh, at Memphis. Can you share a little bit uh, about yourself and your career at, uh, and journey as a coach? Yeah, it's been fun. I, um, I'm blessed to be able to, to coach football and impact uh, young men try and help them you know, reach their dreams and goals. Um, you know, it's when you do something you love so much. It feels like you've never worked a day in your life. And, uh, I just, I just really, really love coaching. I, I, I really love seeing the 18 year old kid develop into a, you know, 22 year old draft pick, you know, and I, I love seeing him become a man through the process. I, I just have been very, very fortunate. Uh, Dylan was my 19th draft pick in the 30 years that I've been doing this. So that's, uh, I I've been around some good players and, um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I've just had a front row seat for their journey, um, and it's it's just been just been very very rewarding. That that's excellent. And you know, Coach, I'm always fascinated by the amount of time and, and the personal sacrifices that goes into being a, uh, a coach. Now, I, I'm a teacher. 
Uh, and, and I've coached, you know, high school sports and, and, and I know the commitment level that's expected, uh, you know, at the high school level. Now at the college level, uh, you know, it, it, recruiting is involved as well. So, you know, I know the sacrifices that you coaches put in. Could you please just walk us through a typical day in the life during the season of a division one offensive line coach? Well, the season is kind of, uh, you know, a typical day is based on the day of the week. Um, you know, if you start with Sunday, um, you know, for us, you know, uh, being a good Catholic boy, you know, as soon as mass <laughs> is over, you know, I'm in, I'm in, uh, I'm into work usually, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning after eight o'clock mass, you know, whether it's home game or road game and starting working on our next opponent, um, you know, we'll meet with the team and generally just put away the game, do some light running, you know, just to get the game out of them. And then I'm usually in the office on Sunday uh, till about 9.30, you know, 10 o'clock. And Monday hits and we'll start at, you know, 6.30, 7 a.m. And just game plan the whole week for our opponent and gradually get out of there at about, you know, uh, 9.30, 10 o'clock again. Tuesday morning, we practice in college. Most teams practice college football in the morning and, you know, you generally get the kids out of the building by 11 a.m. So, you know, you have four hours a day. So, you know, that's with meetings and everything. So we're generally in the meeting room at 7 a.m. And so you're in there bright and early, get, you know, making sure everything's all set. So Tuesday, Wednesday mornings are very early. You know, we're talking 5, 35 o'clock and, you know, getting yourself prepared. You, you know, you practice and finish up some game planning and in a film review and then prepare for the next practice. And before you know it, that's, you know, nine o'clock again. And then, you know, Thursday is a little lighter day. A lot of people have gone to this no sweat Thursday, kind of like the model of, of, um, you know, Olympic training where 48 hours before your game, you spend more of the time, um, what do you call, you know, just kind of rest in the nervous system. So we'll do a walkthrough. And so Thursday's a little, little lighter day. You know, we start usually about seven thirty, eight o'clock, and then we're out of there for dinner with our families. And then Friday, we actually ramp it back up and have a full speed practice with the guys. Um, and then it's either home game or uh, jump on the plane and head off somewhere Friday night. Meetings usually end around nine thirty. Put the kids to bed. And we're up ready to play a football game Saturday. Usually, you know, uh, sometime between noon and uh, eight o'clock at night. Yeah, wow. B- busy schedule. Uh, we're joined on Just Pod Baby by us. Very special guest, Memphis Tigers offensive line coach Jim Bridge. And coach, I'd like to shift gears now and, and ask you a few things about Dylan Parham. He's an interesting story when you when you think about how when he arrived at Memphis, he was a 230-pound tight end. Now, during spring practices of the 2018 season, he switched over to defensive end before eventually finding a permanent home on the offensive line. Now, I know you didn't arrive until uh, 2019, I believe it was, uh, but, but but since that time, he has played three different positions along the offensive line for you. So what could you tell us about his versatility and what it means to have an offensive lineman that can play multiple spots? Well, that's the best thing about Dylan is that, you know, he's um, adaptable, he's athletic, he's extremely strong, and he's new to the position. So you're looking at a guy that, you know, every time something happens to him, you know, it's, it's one of the first times. And so he has learned this position. And the thing about offensive line play is it's five guys playing together. 
and five guys in sync and five guys, you know, taking an action-based assignment and having to react as to how the defense moves. So it's action reaction. And, and, you know, so there's a lot of things about our position that take experience and, and for him to have excelled at it at such an elite level early in his career tells you about, about his willingness, his, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, football intelligence and his just, you know, ball and stick sense. He's a really, really special guy. And, you know, I, I told this to a lot of people. I actually never spoke to the Raiders. I spoke to general managers and offensive line coaches from a lot of the teams. And I was quite shocked because I, there was trades made. I actually, the people I talked to the most, I thought were kidding up to get them. And then somebody else, you know, went and I, I was shocked that it was the Raiders, but I knew they made a great pick with such quality organization with coach McDaniels. And, um, you know, but his versatility is, I think, what's going to really make somebody's 53 very, very early, you know, because, you know, he's your, if he's not your starting right guard, he's your, you know, backup guard. If he's not your, you know, starting, you know, center, he's, you know, he, I mean, he can move along that and get you out of a game as he's learning how to be an NFL football player. And, uh, you know, Coach Belichick always said, all right, the more you can do, the more you can do. And Dylan's a guy that can, do a lot and really, really add quality depth early. And, and that's if he doesn't win a job. I'm, I think he'd come in there and compete right now for any starting job. I don't know the Raiders. I'm not trying to insult anybody. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But I think that highly of him that he's able to go compete for somebody's job. I just don't know, you know if, if he's going to win it or not. That's up to him and the coaches. But I know that he's got adaptability, that's for sure. Now, you mentioned that the possibility of him being able to play the center position, and that's where, you know, I've heard a lot of the draft scouts and, and pundits out there suggest that Dylan may have a future in the NFL as a center. He was asked down at the Senior Bowl to take some reps at the position. You know, based on what you know about Dylan, you expect that to be a transition that he could be successful with should he be asked to do so? Well, here's how selfless Dylan is. He knew he was an inside player projection for the National Football League. And let's go back two falls ago, and I had him at center in training camp, and he was doing a great job. Um, you know, he was making the calls. He was, you know, getting power, learning how to be the captain of that group and, the, you know, the guy getting everybody on the same page. And then, you know, I had a little more depth on the inside, and I needed a right tackle. And I go up to him, I said, Dylan, you know, what do you think about moving a right tackle? He said, sure, whatever you need, however I can help the team. So Dylan had a training, and that was like the last week before the season started. So, I mean, he had a full training camp of center in him. And then last year, knowing who he was, you know, on some of the latter weeks of the season and during our bowl prep, Dylan and I winked at each other, and he'd jump in at center and take some reps. And so I have told people that I truly believe that he has excellent, excellent ability to be a center. I don't have game film for him. I couldn't prove it to him, but I had practice film and I know what I saw. He makes great calls. He's commanding up front. He can get people on the right page. He, you know, he's got great power to get into some of those big nose guards. I mean, he's really, really strong. I mean, he's an over 600 pound squatter and we stop him because you don't need to put any, any more weight on a, you know, <laughs> professional, you know, yeah, so, that's so I mean, he's that strong. 
you know, and his broad jump showed you how explosive he is, you know, with, with how he broad jumped. And, you know, he's a really, really strong guy and he's really athletic with great footwork and power. And so, you know, he's going to be just what everybody needs. And, and yes, and I don't have any football film, you know, game film to show you, but I know Dylan Parham could come in there and help people at that center. There's no doubt. Coach, I saw the stat that's out there uh, from this past season. 545 pass protection snaps without allowing a, a single quarterback snap, uh, sack. That's that's quite impressive. But if you had to pick one, would you say that he excels a little bit more as a pass blocking or run blocking? Or, or do you think he's, he's, you know, he's proficient in, in each? Well, what I think he is, is I think he's a really good offensive lineman. And you know what? You know, my job was to find his warts and help him overcome those things. And so, you know, to be honest with you, um, we worked hard to make him good at everything. And and that's why he's, the, you know, the third round pick and the first pick the Raiders had this year. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to be funny, but Dylan has worked himself into being a complete offensive lineman. Um, he's got great power. You know, I think, you know, their their line coaches are going to work on his his hands and get him in tighter and you know, maybe get his base a little wider, maybe get a few more of his cleats in the ground a little faster. You know, and I think they're going to work on him, you know, getting his hands a little tighter and pass pro. I think there's always things for him to work on. But, man, he is so close to being what I think is a special, special player that, um, you know, drafting him at number 90 is really a steal because he could end up being a top 30 guy by the time he's done developing still at the position. So to answer your question, he's good at everything. That's what he's good at. Memphis Tigers offensive. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Coach. Hence, hence, third round pick. You know, you know what I mean. Absolutely. You don't. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, and fifth inside guy taken. I mean, you know, you don't, you know, you don't have warts and be that. I've had guys with the warts that, you know, you know, they go in the fifth to seventh, you know, or get free agents. You know, Dylan is is a guy that you're going to take right now. Right, right. Uh, we're, we're chatting with Memphis Tigers offensive line coach uh, Jim Bridge. Uh, and coach, I have one more I'd like to ask you before I before we wrap it up. Is there a uh, particular story or, or moment that you can recall over the past three years? I know you, you shared that story about uh, you and him and, and how you would work him at center a little bit. But over the past three years, any story or moment that demonstrates not only the, the high-quality player the Raiders are getting, but also the type of man he is in the locker room and off the field. Because, you know, he, he's in the pros now. He's a professional. This is a job. And, and um, it's just as important to the the fan base and the organization that he not only takes care of business on the field, but also that he represents the city and the organization well off the field. So is there any insight you can share with us, um, you know, in, on his character and, and things of that nature? Well, uh, we don't have enough time for me to brag about this young man. Um, you know, he is got an outstanding family. You know, his parents, mom and dad are so, so supportive. You know, his beautiful, beautiful family. You know, they're, they're, they're extensive. They're around. They are supportive. They, they you know, he, he comes from very, very good stock. He's his longtime girlfriend is she's a lovely person. And, and, you know, I mean, he is, you know, I mean, they're together and, and, you know, you, he is the epitome of character. Um, there's never been, and the years I've had him, 
He's never missed a study hall session. He's never, you know, been on a class list. He's never missed the weight room. He's never been late for a meeting. He's, I mean, he, you know, the nevers on him go on forever. Um, you know, and you know, when I needed something, Dylan is, is an introverted personality. He's not the guy that's going to stand up there. He's very confident. He's very sure of himself. He's a college graduate, you know, and may get into PT school after this. He studied, you know, exercise science and muscle movements. And so he's a bright guy. Um, he works, you know, hard at his craft. Uh, you know, he is going to be the perfect citizen for, you know, the fan base and the city to really adapt to, you know, he's not the loudest guy in the room. He, like I said, he is introverted. He is, uh, intelligently introspective, um, really, really special guy. Um, you know, when I needed something, I just want to tell you something. When I need something, I go up to him at practice. I'd say, Dylan, I need you to get so-and-so going today. He'd look at me. He said, I got you coach. <laughs> and guess what? Yeah. And, and, you know what? That guy would have a good practice because Dylan would pull him, pull him along. He is a leader by example. And when he needs to get after somebody's craw, he can, but he's, but he's, you know, he is really a coach's dream because you don't worry about him off the field. And what I could tell you is, is he's a worker. He is a worker. Is he perfect? Heck no. But you know what he's going to do the next time he's going to be better at it. And that's, that's the thing that, cause it bothers him. You know, he is a prideful guy that cares about his job and cares about his teammate. You know, he's, he was best friends with Brady white, the quarterback who, you know, Dylan is, uh, you know, Carrollton, Georgia, you know, African-American and Brady white is, a you know, Los Angeles, California guy, you know, and they became as close as anything, you know, I mean, he is, you know, as close to the, you know, non-scholarship kid as he is to the starting running back. He is so well-liked that um, Raider Nation got themselves a very, very special one. Oh, that was a great rundown there, Coach. We can't thank you enough for the time. Uh, I know the listeners out there, you're going to fire them up. I know that when they hear this interview and they're going to really appreciate the, the insight you've given us. And, of course, I appreciate the time. Thanks again, Coach, and good luck in the upcoming season. Hey, thank you. and. Best to you, too. Have a great evening. All right, that was my interview with Memphis offensive line coach Jim Bridge, a glowing report there for Dylan Parham. And I thought a couple of the things that I took away from that uh, conversation that I thought was interesting was when he said that he never once heard from the Raiders organization. He never once spoke to any of the coaches or any of the scouts. Uh, nobody. (laughs) So he was a little bit surprised to see that the Raiders were the ones to select him. Um, And it kind of gives you a little bit of a behind the scenes at how that whole draft process uh, works. Uh, Also, um, one of the things that I took away from the conversation, I feel fully confident that Dylan could eventually take over at center. It may not be this year. Um, And, you know, you've heard me talk a lot about the current center, Andre James. He did not have a great year in 2021, his first year as a starter. Um, I would expect James to to have an opportunity to, to hold on to the job if he can show some improvements. But if he should struggle again this season, um, he could be cut next year with only $1.4 million in dead cap. And there are no, uh, there's no allegiance, there's no ties 
uh, to this new regime, this new general manager and head coach. He, you know, Andre James was given that extension under Mike Mayock and John Gruden. So uh, it's a big opportunity here for Dylan Parham to cement himself if not at one of the guard positions, possibly at, at center uh, as the long-term option for the Raiders. But uh, I would like to once again just say thank you to uh, Coach Jim Bridge for joining the show, and it is time for me to say goodbye. Uh, please leave me a positive review and a rating if you could do that. Uh, I'd really appreciate that, and I hope that everyone has a great rest of their week and into the weekend. I'm really looking forward to the the weekend. The temperature is supposed to get into the 80s here in western New York. It's been a long time coming, a very long winter for us here, so I'm pumped about that. Uh, Until the next time, everyone, though, I am Evan Grove, and as always, just win, baby.